0: Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Dustin D.
1: I am one of your co-hosts,
0: Dave Worth. And as you can see, we've moved to a more monthly format, ish. Uh, yeah, um, there's a lot of stuff going on in our respective lives, and uh, ish. <laughs> we've decided that we're going to do it like roughly once a month. Yeah. So, um, and in doing that, we've decided to uh, do away with the crazy Trump tweets because uh, we would just be uh, filled with a pile of tweets. Yeah, you, all all
1: you'd hear is us shouting tweets if we tried to do a month's worth of them.
0: Yeah, I I had also given um, uh, this is episode fifty three, okay, uh, and I'd given you a podcast year mm-hmm. to write a crazy Trump tweet song. Oh yeah, uh, you haven't. No, so therefore we've had to kill. The segment anyway
1: yeah yeah no that's on me guys that's on me
0: right we have to have some dignity and if it takes you longer than a podcast year yeah yeah you know yeah. I,
1: putting aside my lack of talent or songwriting ability
0: right well, you have a guitar uh, sort of uh all right so there let's get into there it there aren't
1: currently strings on it
0: <laughs> okay well still you yeah. know a tennis racket's a tennis racket without strings it's just useless
1: Shut the podcast down. My mind—that's the most wise thing any of us has ever said. Yeah. All
0: right. That's thanks. thanks for joining. High
1: us. watermark, right there. We're <laughs> take that wisdom forward with you guys. I think we're going to be
0: okay. Uh,
1: so let's get into it. Let's get right into it. A
0: lot it. of things happened since we spoke, so we're just going to hit. Hit the highlights.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Are they high? These lights?
0: No, no. We're gonna I hit. Mean, we're gonna hit the lights.
1: It's like they're on drugs. Yeah, <laughs> the lights are. The lights are high by a certain standard.
0: Um, all right. So kick us off. What do we got? What all right. We, where, where are we starting? This?
1: Uh, well let's let's uh let's start alphabetically. Uh, Cohen. Cohen would be first. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, as you do, sometimes the FBI's got a raid the personal attorney of the president's office Sure, I'm sure that's happened many times in history. and hotel room Yeah. and uh personal home
1: Yeah, yeah, that happens in that that's historical. I mean, it happened to Obama, it, it happened to Reagan, it yeah. happened to to George Washington. Yeah. It, Abraham it, Lincoln's personal attorney
0: uh
1: um, the Phineas is, B lawyer
0: uh, uh <laughs> The, the media, the, the fake news media, is uh, having a field day showing the clip of Trump being like, look at all these people pleading the fifth. Why do you plead the fifth unless you're definitely guilty? Yeah. Only the mob pleads the fifth.
1: And uh, Trump's mob attorney today decided to plead the fifth. Yes, he did. In the Stormy Daniels case. How many cases is Michael Cohen involved in that he's not a lawyer in? too many <laughs> like i understand that lawyers litigate cases but michael cohen's involvement in most of these cases now seems to be in the witness suspect world yes um which seems to be suboptimal in an attorney
0: yes um and it provided one of my favorite moments to date in all of this mm-hmm. we've had all sorts of craziness going around uh, with Trump, and you know, we've had s- smoke and whatever. Uh, and they and Cohen said, Look, we need to be protective of these files that you've taken for the, uh, for the sanctity of my clients. Right, yes. And they were like, Okay, who are your clients? Just so we know. The
1: literal, the literal <laughs> uh, response was by, I think, a different attorney We don't want to say it would embarrass them. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: So, it was determined that uh, he has three clients. Three clients. Donald Trump. Yep. Um, I forget the name of the... Do you remember the is name of the other guy? That guy. I forget
1: his name. Yeah. But that guy who also had Michael Cohen arrange a payment for um, impregnating, in this case, a porn star.
0: Yeah. This the, is a real niche. Right. The, the payment, just to be clear, the payment wasn't to impregnate the porn no, star. No, it was post the impregnation... To um, abort the child.
1: Uh, I don't think the I I, I yeah. I, I mean I think uh, I have never it was Silence never, Slash. I, I've never purchased the the services of an abortion doctor. Yeah, but I do believe they're not Typically. prohibitively expensive to the point of millions of dollars. Agreed. Um. So I, I I think um it was it wasn't so much that he was buying the abortion as much as he was buying buying this particular porno- pornographic actresses uh, Silence on yeah. on on the uh, uh whole schmuschmorsion uh affair thing and um the thing i find um really intriguing about it is this is a really really uh uh small sliver of the law that michael <laughs> cohen has carved out for himself in payoffs to pornographic actresses that very wealthy men have decided to have sex
0: with right and so so assuming that you are living in that small sliver, who could the third client be? I'm sorry if you're listening to this. You know the answer, but I'm going to yeah. say it anyway. It's Sean fucking Hannity. Sean Hannity, who...
1: Um, I mean, how many how many times has he just blown it wide open recent, recently? There was the yeah. Seth Rich thing. There was the, uh, the WikiLeaks was actually in collusion with the DNC thing. There... Uh, I, I, Sean Hannity is, like, five minutes away from just, like,
0: saying that the Obamas are lizard people, right? <laughs> yes, like, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and it's amazing to me that, like, if you're on the other side, and I get that we have philosophical differences with some conservatives and all that. Um, you know, I, I get that that's a thing that's going to happen. Um, but at a certain point, you go, like, okay, all the news is lying. Right. Except this one guy who has dinner with the president and shares a law- Shares multiple lawyers yeah, that with the president. That came out. He's, he's not the only lawyer that they, they have in common. Yeah. Um, he said, all I did, I asked him for some real estate advice. Right. And that's the thing that you do when you have a shell company that owns $90 million worth of... Yeah,
1: the hits oh. are just going to keep coming for Sean at this point. He should go on a long vacation he should because is not going to get better for him Um, I mean stepping back the the amount of people this is not going to get better for is uh, pretty extensive and a lot of them have the last name Trump Mm. Um, because Cohen knows everything had a penchant for recording his conversations and people talk about whether or not he'll flip Uh, maybe but I don't think they really need him to
0: no, I think it'll be just they fun. They
1: have every single thing he ever wrote or did. Yeah,
0: already. But, it, but I, like, it keeps coming back to me, like the president saying, like, I don't think he'll flip. Like he tweeted about whether or not Cohen would flip. Right now, if you and I, if somebody had arrested you, right, and I was worried about you flipping, yeah, I wouldn't because you don't fucking because I never did anything.
1: Right, right. If if um, the police came to our podcast, yeah and put each of us in a room and we're like, Hey, tell me about the drugs that Dustin's involved in. Right. And you won't go to jail. I'd be like, I, I think Dustin some, maybe t- sometimes take Nambian to go to sleep. I'm not certain of that. Okay. So I'm, yeah, I, yeah. uh, sorry, sorry, Ossifer. Uh, that's all I got for you. Right. Um, uh, and, um, you know, then they'd lean on us really hard, and they'd start sweating us, and then I'd, I'd totally flip on you.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you'd be lying. <laughs> but I'd be lying, yeah. Like, there wouldn't be nothing. a thing. And that's yeah. and that's the thing about flipping. Like, you know, when it comes to, like, cops and stuff like that, like, you can flip on somebody. You can't say, like, oh, that's the person who killed the person. Right. Uh because I don't want to go to jail, so I'm going to say that that person killed a person. Right. And then they go, okay, um, give us more details so we know that you're telling the truth. And oh, by the way, uh, if you're lying about any of this, yeah, uh, the deal's off. You go right. to prison.
1: And, um, you know, we have a long history in America of um, cops behaving badly and manufacturing evidence and uh, people saving their own skin uh by diming it on in, on innocent people or just members of their crew who didn't actually do the thing that uh they're accused of uh and, and that goes back a long time and has never ever ever been used on a wealthy white man <laughs> so um if <laughs> this is that case i'm I'm real interested to see what happens.
0: Yeah. when this for the first time, if nothing else, just like karmic.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, like
0: someone's gonna have to take the it's, hit.
1: Somebody's got to have the come around, come around. But um, I think it's pr- more probable that if Michael Cohen, you know, like you can craft a statement that's like something along the lines of, "I don't think Michael Cohen needs to flip. I want Michael Cohen out front telling the truth." and cooperating because there's nothing to see here. Right. And then we all go <laughs> no you're a liar, but we all go about our business under the normal structures of the lie. Yeah. You know, we we're not used to seeing a politician say uh essentially um boy, would I be in a lot of trouble if my crooked mob attorney flipped, but I think he's pretty loyal. So I, the president, am going to go about my day
0: just sort of floating my finger over this big red button. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that happened this week that sort of slid under the radar uh, with Cohen, because he's been busy in court with a lot of of court things going on, was uh, that... um, even though he, he was very angry at when the Steel dossier came out. Sure, sure. Uh, and so this is a lie. And you know how I can prove that it's a lie? Because I've never been to Prague.
1: Yeah. Here's a picture of my passport, which in no way would show whether or, whether or not, or not I've, been. I've been to Prague. <laughs> right. First of all, I it's the, clo- it's the closed passport. It doesn't have the, the entry <laughs> stamps in it. But second of all, Prague... Uh, as anybody who, who's traveled through Europe knows, and gone across a border, you don't get stamped in the eurozone. You just get stamped at entry, right? And the Steele dossier, in fact, says Michael Cohen went to Prague through Germany. Mm-hmm.
0: And for whatever reason, this week, Michael Cohen decided, you know what? I'm going to stop that, saying that. Yeah, don't worry about don't worry about that case. Um, Forget the lawsuit.
1: Also, did you see that uh, th- this is only tertiarily related, but um w- uh, w- uh, in the uh, uh, Trump made repeated mention of the fact that he couldn't pos couldn't possibly be real mm-hmm. because he didn't spend the night in Moscow? Yeah, except except they, I did. Mean, they did they did tra you know, the thing about planes is they leave a pretty big paper trail.
0: Yes, they do.
1: And of course, that naturally leads into the man uh, wh- whom Donald Trump told he couldn't possibly have been uh, watching Hookers pee on each other because he wasn't there that night in Moscow. Uh, Jim Comey. Yes. Who had uh, his book come out, his, he had book, his memos come out. His, he, he, Comey's been. Dropping some (laughs) fire mixtapes. He, uh, yeah. uh, Jim Comey is... There's there's a couple things. One is that Comey has extraordinary message discipline to the point where, like, I am not seeking these interviews, but I keep running across these interviews, and he says the exact same thing. The exact same way to every question. The one uh, interview I would put forward as being really valuable of G- of Jim Comey was, um, I don't think it was Adam Davidson. It was somebody else at the New Yorker interviewed Comey, and they put it on the New Yorker Politics Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about an hour and a half long, and the guy does not let Comey go on certain things and mm. really like leans into him. At one point saying um, you compared co- you've compared Trump repeatedly to a mob boss you've um, uh, uh, our our magazine and several others have reported on his early time in New York and a bunch of the crazy stuff he did, most of which was completely illegal. why didn't you do something about it while well, you were at the southern district mm And Comey didn't really have a great answer for that, which... What did he say? He said, um, paraphrasing here, but he said, uh, we act when somebody asks us to.
0: And just nobody asked?
1: I guess.
0: That's not a great answer. It's not great. It's not Um, great. It was It was interesting to see like the the smears that they were trying to make on Comey, uh-huh. though I mean they had the lion Comey sure website I don't know if you went there i did
1: not i not I uh
0: it's it's only negative quotes uh, from Democrats
1: oh cool cool
0: like and it's all basically around you know it's all things taken out of context around the uh you know the Hillary thing sure, where it's just sure. like you know he politicized himself too much or you know whatever, yeah. but to me it's like if you have a Drunk friend who's Mm. at your, you know, you have a party and Mm. one of your friends just gets like fucking wasted and stays like four o'clock in the morning and breaks your TV or whatever. I
1: get it. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Uh and somebody's like, hey, what do you think of, you know, Jeff, uh, the the drunk friend? And you're like, Yeah. Like sometimes he just, you know.
1: Does drunk shit. Yeah. Uh
0: and then like that's the quote. You're like, Well, Dustin's opinion of Jeff is that sometimes he does drunk shit. It's like, yeah, like once every 4 years. Right, right. You know, like Jeff's usually pretty solid. Yeah. Um I don't know,
1: it seems like the um FBI under Jim Comey was not great. Uh it also seems like the FBI has um never been great and um I'm just I'm it's be, it's now now I am tired of people saying they're tired of Jim Comey. <laughs> Like, it's become so fashionable to be like, I never liked him, and I'm tired of him, and I don't want to hear from him anymore, and he's got to, and I'm going to buy his book. Uh, I'm not going to buy his book, um, and I all, like, the thing about Comey for me is, um, he's a cop, (laughs) Mm. you know, like, not, not super into it, you know? Yeah. And, um... Well, did you, did but you also, see, like, he's not. He can't. He, of everything of everything that he's told us and everything that we've learned from him, a lot of it is, you know, stuff we can get from the other sources. And at this point, I don't think he's giving us any new info. And yeah. none of this seems that important to, you know, remember I mean, the it, president. Yeah. I mean, it was all important. Uh, <laughs> when it happened, sure. Yeah. And um, it was all important. It, but it's also all important in the sense that it has
0: been handed off to Bob Mueller. Yeah, yeah. At this point, like, it's like yeah, everybody yeah. already knows it. Yeah, um, nobody could figure out what the Republicans were going after when they said hand this over, other than they thought that Rosenstein just wouldn't, or they wanted to make the argument that, uh, Dick Comey leaked classified information to Ben Wittes, but like yeah. it, it doesn't seem to have worked. But it basically has made it. Uh, like a non story at this point because as you were saying, like we didn't really the the things that we learned were basically um, that like he denied the p tape right said he said he wasn't in town, uh kept bringing it up
1: yeah for, you mean from the memos yeah, from the memos yeah um, and that retroactively a couple of them contained classified information mm-hmm. um, and uh if
0: oh and the weird conversation with uh Priebus.
1: Yes, and, and in that conversation, uh, that Comey definitely would have known that he was telling the something classified, and mm-hmm. he would have known that documenting that was creating a classified mm-hmm. document, or at least with some classification mm-hmm. in it, because they discussed a FISA warrant, and those are de facto
0: classified. Right. But I, I don't believe that, uh, and I don't know the exact details around this, but I don't believe that Comey gave all the memos you been with us. No, gave it, some of it. It wasn't
1: with us. It was uh, another friend. Um, oh, but it was okay. Yeah.
0: Um, but um,
1: whether you know what, whatever. Comey, I mean, <laughs> we're so far past the point of knowing that there was a FISA warrant on. Uh, fucking Carter Page that I think is de facto declassified and probably was by the
0: time. No, the the, the FISA warrant that Priebus asked about Mm -hmm. was on Michael Flynn, not Carter Page. I thought it was on Carter Page. No, it was on Michael Flynn, which is what made it that much more interesting. It's like, wait a minute. You're asking me 10 days into this fucking thing. Right. If your national security advisor has a FISA warrant against him, that's a thing you should know.
1: Yeah. Like, that's that. You guys need a tighter vet.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Well, you
0: just don't do. uh, Yeah. So Comey's done his thing.
1: Comey is still Comeying. You know, it's very hard for like, I don't know. Do do you buy that he's not seeking the spotlight? Like he keeps saying, like I don't, I'm not comfortable in the spotlight. I don't like this process. I, I do. Really?
0: Yeah, I I do. I might have like wide eyed naive optimism towards him that that you don't. I don't know. <laughs> um, but like I like there there are two ways that this could go. Hmm. Um. He is seeking the spotlight. Right. And he is out there. Um, or the other is what we're doing right now. Right. Where we're going like, Jesus Christ, what is happening? We need to talk about this because there may be some people out there who are not paying as much attention as we are. Right. And we just have to go like this system that we thought would protect us is not protecting us. Sure. This whole fucking thing is fucked. And Comey has was, you know. Kind of at the center of that. So I do see a world where Comey is just going around like he is partially trying to sell books at this point, but, uh, um, but I do see him just going like every norm that we've ever had is being broken. This is not right. This is not how it's done. And somebody needs to stand up and say something about it. And there's got to be somebody who's not a pundit, who's not, you know, all these other things. It's somebody who's been in government from the beginning and knows how this fucking system should work.
1: Yeah, I guess I just, like, when Comey says things like, the number one thing for me was to protect the FBI uh, from from being politicized and make sure that people trusted it. I do want to be a little like, and how'd that work out?
0: Right, but... You know but, like but results and intent don't necessarily have to align. Results and
1: intent d- don't necessarily have to align, but when somebody's like my intent was to do something and I was the head of the organization if results didn't align with the intent, then you do at least get to say maybe you shouldn't write a book on leadership.
0: Yeah, but I mean like I I kind of
1: like when you have to fire your number 2 for lying to you on the regular
0: yeah, I mean, that's not great. There's that's no not question great. about that. That's not great leadership. But but I look at it and I go, like, I buy that... Um, he looked at it and he said, like, Jesus Christ, like, I, I'm only reporting what's happening. Right. You know, sure. like, people are... There's a public knowledge of this investigation that's going on, um, like... I need to say something. If I don't say something and people find out, it will seem like the system is rigged. I can't say anything about the Trump thing because I don't have like
1: well I, a- I, anything there. I mean, I'm not I, I don't actually second guess um uh your like Comey's behavior that much in the um run up to the election for a couple reasons. One what a fucking shit show. Just generally, you, like yeah. Comey, Comey was in the structure of government that would ne- necessarily have to be involved in all of this, right? And like the two least popular, least trusted people in the country were running for office against each other. It was gonna, mm. it was gonna be a nightmare. And I don't know how anybody would navigate that. Um, two. Uh, Hillary Clinton's emails, including her State Department emails, including State Department emails that they thought they'd never seen before, were on um, the computer of a man who's a felon mm-hmm. and who is completely compromised. And if a foreign adversary found that out, they could get them from him mm-hmm. uh, to say nothing of where else did they end up? You know, that they only know about those emails because... Fucking they happen to be looking at him for all the felonious shit he was doing with uh, sending his dick to kids. Um, But
0: but that's the one area where, like, that's the one thing I blame Comey on, is um, that Comey came out before he really did the proper investigation Mm -hmm. to say, Hey, uh, (coughs) excuse me. Um, You are blessed. Um, There's these, you know, 100,000 emails or whatever the fuck it was um, that uh, we're looking into. We're not sure what they are. Right. Um, 48 hours later. He closed the investigation again. Right. Right. um, It's an entirely different thing if they say, hey, we found this thing. It was all the same emails, uh, but we just want to let you know that we did it, which you probably wouldn't have even done. Right. The, the, The issue was. And Comey even admits this. I saw him interview it in a thing. He didn't think they could go through those emails in time. Yeah, he didn't
1: think they could go through them quickly enough. But also, like, he is right about something. And what he's right about is if it was discovered in the aftermath, even if they gave it a totally clean bill, that he had known about emails that were on Anthony Weiner's computer and never told anybody about it, like, just the fact of those emails would have been enough to seriously damage public faith in the FBI and the idea that they didn't have a thumb on the scale for the Clintons. I get it. I do understand that at the same time saying something was also bad and outside of the um, normal structures that the Justice Department engages in. But I do feel a lot of sympathy for having to make the decision. Because he didn't know at the time, he says, and I believe that he did not. I mean, you've seen government computing; like, there's there's no there's no guarantee that they would have gotten through those. Right, but
0: but but I guess that's my point: is that like, if you discovered if, if 48 hours later, yeah, you you are able to go through every single one of them. Right, that says to me that like, I don't think we can do it. I'm going to write this memo: Hey, guys, we need to do this. So, like, oh, okay, we'll just use Jeff's program, uh, and then like. It solved it like yeah, but Comey.
1: I mean, Comey may not know about Jeff's program. Comey's at the head of the organization; he's not like on the programming level. Like Comey is is handed this information. We have these computers. We have these. Okay, when do you think we can get this done? It might be into, after the election.
0: Right. I I I don't know whether or not he took the time to figure out if they could go through it or not. That's the one area that I blame. He says.
1: Him. He says. I did not believe we could get it done in time. Because he didn't know was, about the computer part. I was told that we couldn't get it done in time, is what mm. he said. And, like, that's definitely a question you're going to ask in that situation. Mm. Um, how, how, how soon can we have it done? Yeah. Um, you know, there's the crime and there's the time. Like, she, she mishandled her fucking, like, data. And it was really bad. Like, it is, like, it is not good if the sec if if Rex Tillerson's emails showed up on Louis C.K.'s computer, we would be pitching a fit right now. Yes. Um, like it was not good. And Comey had uh you know, I don't know that he had a duty to inform. I don't think he did, but I I do feel like he had a very difficult situation in terms of the people who say things like, Well, he didn't he didn't inform us that Trump was under investigation. Use your eyes <laughs> like we yeah. all knew. And if you didn't know, I'm sorry, you're crazy.
0: And But you didn't know if you were in a bunch of different states that we're not in.
1: Yeah, but like, you know what? Like those people weren't going to believe Jim Comey and that's a different structural problem that Jim Comey can do nothing about.
0: Yeah. I- Okay. Like, if
1: Comey comes out and he says that Trump's under investigation, that would not sway a single right. Trump voter.
0: I, I just know from from actual fact, from speaking to a person who voted for Trump, yeah, that the thing that pushed it over the edge, because the person was right there, yeah. was, what about those, like, are you telling me she didn't tell us about those other 144,000 emails? Right. Uh, and they weren't 144,000 no. emails. But the way that it was explained to most people was but that, that was is
1: not Jim Comey explaining. No, it. I understand that. And Jim Comey is not responsible for people misinterpreting what he says and and uh the fact that the fact is that like there were failures up and down the line. The press like made her uh her mishandling of um electronic mail which probably fell short of criminal, but only a little mm. um uh they made they made that uh, a, 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 as big a deal as um electing a man who i'm pretty sure has murdered somebody with his bare hands mm-hmm. um like y- y- there's there's a very clear series of failures here but like pinning that on comey um ignores the uh the larger systemic failures <laughs> of the justice department anyway mm-hmm. and um uh the failures that allowed a man as pathologically unqualified as Donald Trump to get any winner near the presidency in the first place mm-hmm. um and that that those are failures that go back years and for which James Comey can rightfully and 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 uh, all credit to the the New Yorker for calling this out James James Comey can rightfully mm-hmm. Uh, see some blame for those and the justice department can rightfully see some blame for the fact that donald trump was never prosecuted or that we know of investigated for a lifetime of criminality criminal criminality we knew about you know that was Mm. reported in the press um so yeah i mean like i i vacillate wildly between incredibly tired of Comey, incredibly frustrated with all the reporting around Comey and incredible, like some amount of sympathy for Comey's predicament come 2016. And also like just a, a a longstanding skepticism towards and anger towards the justice department in this country. Mm. Uh, But that's me and I'm an unhappy person. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys do you.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to move off of Comey? Because I think we beat we yeah, the crap out uh, of it. Yeah,
1: let's move on to, uh, what do we got? Ronnie Jackson over at the VA? Yeah. Yeah. The, the sh- you know, draining the swamp, <laughs> it's, it's it requires um getting getting outsiders, getting people who are not swamp creatures. I mean, yeah. people who maybe wouldn't pass a traditional vetting process despite having served in the White House for years It's more disturbing to me that he, that apparently nobody ever was like, maybe, maybe before this gets any farther, we take a look at this guy.
0: Well, I mean, like, I, I was watching an interview earlier with the, uh, one of the White House spokespeople. Yeah. And they said, look, he, like, in, if you're looking at it, um, like, objectively. Right. Their statement is, uh, he got, uh. Obama gave him glowing, glowing, reviews, glowing reviews, and he passed four FBI background checks. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, with really no, like, no concerns about it. So, like, if on paper you saw somebody pass four background checks with no red flags, right. and Barack Obama said, promote this guy, yeah. is that, isn't that that all the vetting that you really need? No. <laughs> Clearly not. Yeah.
1: Like that's also not how a vetting process works, and, and that was a vetting one, process is like we go through your trash. Uh,
0: and that was one of those things where like I wanted to throw, um, I wanted to throw my pen at the TV, yeah, because he's like, you know, we we did that, and isn't it really Congress's job to determine if this is the appropriate person for the position? It's like, no, you nominate a person because you believe that they're the appropriate right yeah, person, yeah. not saying like I don't know this guy, like. <laughs> Congress will stop it yeah. if it doesn't work out, but also will complain about the fact that Congress keeps keep stopping stopping it.
1: Stopping it. Yeah, um, I mean it's you know the the important thing is that the VA is really not a big deal,
0: right? Right. It's only it's only four hundred thousand employees.
1: It's only like the medical care for soldiers, right, uh, for the rest of their lives.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, who who I'm told we really love.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm informed of that by the NFL.
0: Yeah, <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> uh, no, and I and I think they should be taken care of. They put their lives on the line. Sure. Um, you know, it's an agreement that we made with them to oh, do this, yeah. and you will it's, get
1: this. You get a contract. Yeah.
0: Um. And, and like, admittedly, it's fucked. Like the, the, VA? the VA. Oh, yeah. it's bad. It yeah. is
1: bad.
0: Yeah, it is one of the like. It is one of the the departments. Government departments that probably has amongst the greatest issues, and that's a scenario where like most of the time I wouldn't say like bring in a business dude right you know like you want you want to bring in a person like who has business experience but is otherwise passionate right about you know um the thing and v a will get there, but for right now it's like guys we get off of like Windows 95? Right. Can we digitize some shit? Can we figure out ways to get treatment for people who live really far away from uh you know VA hospitals and stuff like that? There, there's so many things that are going wrong there that yeah. like, you know, and uh and this guy manages a team of 26 people. Right. And apparently very poorly
1: (laughs) yes well yeah i mean like apparently like he is beloved by the people who oversee him uh and hated by everyone who works for
0: him yeah he 23 people he runs a department of 26 people 23 people have come out anonymously yeah and said he creates a hostile work environment uh he hands out drugs like candy yeah um there's, he gets drunk.
1: There's been rumors of mishandling opiates. Yeah. Um he may, like there's uh, today it came out that they think he got drunk and crashed a car. Mm-hmm. Um he denies that one. Uh there was some indication that some of the te- of the uh, uh anonymous whistleblowing was around possible. Uh, sexual nature stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, the one thing, the one specific I heard on that was that like he got drunk one night and like slammed on a hotel room door that a woman was behind.
0: Yeah, and the secret service had to be like,
1: dude, dude, you're gonna wake the president. (laughs) You never in your life want to hear the words, you're going to wake the president.
0: Yeah, and and the thing is like, I. I assume that Barack Obama slept, like, I assume a president would sleep for about, like, five hours a night.
1: Yeah, and then when asleep, probably slept in the way that, like, have you ever gone to sleep? um, You know, we both live in apartment buildings. Have you ever gone to sleep after having, like, kind of a confrontation with a neighbor that you didn't know whether they were completely sane? Mm Mm-hmm yeah all that yeah. all the time and you're just kind of keeping like you're, and like you're <laughs> sleeping like and every every noise is like you are out of the bed before you wake up yeah
0: i i have that though also when i sleep in the country mm-hmm. because i was like wolves are coming yeah i don't know it why too but quiet, wolves are coming. it's
1: too quiet <laughs> yeah um yeah uh so you know again stepping back taking a larger look at this on the one hand, it seems like, you know, they, they, they elected—theoretically, Trump was elected by a group of people frustrated with Washington and the way it runs, right, mm-hmm. who wanted somebody to come in, shake things up, and uh, change the culture there. And and uh, uh, it, it seems like that could be done successfully, mm-hmm. and— Every time Donald Trump actually legitimately attempts to do it, it falls just flat on its face because I can I can envision a world where Trump is like, um, you know, to run the head to run the V.A., I want to bring in uh, a soldier and I want to bring in a guy who's got I mean, a,
0: he is a soldier.
1: No, I know. But I'm I'm. Yeah. A, 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 met, a a soldier and a doctor and somebody who has a lot of experience with what these people go through. And they could have done a thorough search and found somebody who not only fit those bills, but also had uh, the um, uh, experience running a bureaucracy of some sort. It doesn't have to be a government bureaucracy. It could be any fucking bureaucracy as long as, like, they get how the levers of power work. mm mm-hmm. And on top of it, um, can answer the question, have you ever crashed a car while potentially high on opiates you were (laughs) self-prescribing in In the negative? negative, Yeah. um, uh, It just seems like that guy, there's probably 10 of that guy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were talking about this before we went on, and you, you did point out, like, Trump seems to be standing by this guy as if he wasn't already an edge case. Right. You he, know?
0: He, there's no reason to believe he could do the job. And now you're going like, well, we can deal with the fact that he crashed a car and gave opiates because he's so qualified. He's not qualified. Not, uh, not a lick. <laughs> His qualification was like, well, he seems good looking and like a nice dude.
1: Yeah. And he's seen me with my pants off. Right. So <laughs> I want to keep him
0: close. <laughs> yeah. He knows my terrible secret. <laughs> so upsetting <laughs> um <laughs> yeah so uh he still hasn't pulled his nomination yeah. hopefully by the time we record again uh somebody
1: new is in there and there was an alert just before we went on that uh he uh, is uh Jackson is telling people at the white house that he may step aside okay so
0: i mean he should how do you not like whatever
1: yeah what do, i mean like how do you how do you deal with any of this like even even saying that some of it's pro- possibly untrue, who knows? I have no way of knowing if it's true or not. But say some of it's not true, some of it's true, some of it's gray area, whatever. Yeah. You don't come back from this. Right. And um, this just seems
0: like the type of thing you walk away from. Yeah, Here's what I do like about him, though. Here's the only reason I think we should vote yes. Okay. Um, we be- get a vote on this? Yeah. No, like Aww. America. Or however, not even, the, the, the douchebags who yeah. are going to vote on it. Um, when Trump said who should run the EPA, yeah. um, they picked a guy who said, fuck the environment. Uh, and today said, you know what? We can't use science where all the information isn't public yeah. anymore, so we're really going to restrict the science that we use right. um, for the EPA, right. uh, which is a bullshit way of just blocking relevant right. science. Uh, when he said, hey, who should run... Um, the Consumer Protection, Board. Protection Agency. Yeah, yeah. The guy who sued the Consumer Protection yeah, yeah, Agency sure, sure. Uh, who's, giving, who's taking away all his power and is not prosecuted anybody.
1: Hey, I know. Who should we get to run HUD?
0: Uh, the guy who wants to raise the rent three times Yeah, yeah. On yeah. poor people.
1: Uh, also, the guy who, of all the people listed, would probably be best to run the VA. <laughs> right.
0: Because he's a doctor.
1: Right. Or who should we have run a- energy? Um, oh, a guy who um,
0: uh, hates energy right (laughs)
1: just yeah the guy who
0: said he wanted to get rid of the department yeah
1: yeah that guy
0: uh so when it comes to this particular position oh who should we get to run the department of the interior the guy who wants to sell off this guy who wants to sell the land yeah 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 yeah. um so when it comes to the va position so far and i i haven't heard a lot of his his but so far he hasn't said uh fuck veterans right um, Though
1: Shulkin does say that he was edged out at v a because he re- he's, he refused to privatize yes, so you have to imagine anybody who's being considered for the job is somebody who will be cool with privatizing the v a
0: right which you know wh- there are a,
1: arguments back and forth right we don't have, but like it is it is um <laughs> You don't generally get into government work to say, Here you go, business. Now I'm going to take a check to do nothing because I no longer oversee the department I just gave business to. Yeah.
0: No, no, I get the argument that people make for it is like, because, cause ultimately, you do have the situation that I brought up earlier. But like, if you live in Bullshit Town, USA, yeah. and you want to go to a VA hospital, and the closest VA hospital is two and a half hours away, oh, sure. well, that fucking sucks.
1: But there are so, options short of privatizing the whole thing. Agreed. Um, for those people. And I would point to private prisons, and private uh, uh, prisoner transport, and... um, uh anything else that deals with vulnerable populations privatizing um mental health uh you know it never it, works it 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 seems uh like it has been uh uh, uh, uh there's a poor record there and right. again we love our troops we say
0: yeah so but i'm just saying at least in this case this guy is an outwardly saying yeah we let's, hate our troops. We, let's shoot our
1: troops, yes. <laughs> right. Let us, let's shut down all support networks
0: to them. Right. So it seems like a move in the right direction. Yes. Like,
1: at least on that point. On that, on that point. Um,
0: uh, you'd probably, like, the thing is, like, I manage uh, a bunch of people. Sure. Um, there have, like, things have moved around, but there's been a time where I was a manager of over, like, 125 people. Um, I manage 15 mammals, none of which can speak English. Um, That's four times the number of people uh, that he manages. Yes. Um, Neither of us are remotely qualified to multiply that number by like 100,000. No, I
1: I should not be in charge of anything except maybe dogs.
0: Yeah, because anything that you've learned... From the managing twenty-five people or a hundred people is not applicable to four hundred thousand people in like, you know, five hundred locations or four thousand or whatever it is. Like, I mean, no. it's got to be like. So, point is, uh, no. Yeah. So uh,
1: this guy uh, not so not so hot.
0: Uh, should we keep moving?
1: Yeah, sure. What's What's the last thing we want to talk about? We uh, We bombed Syria. Yeah. We. um...
0: For a good reason, because Trump said we would
1: yeah he here's you know everything is happening, I get that, and everything is um we're we're in a world now where because it's all centered around the least qualified, stupidest, worst man in america um everything he does seems equally important because it is hard to differentiate how bad anything is when the worst person is doing it like mm. uh, and, and because he's so um uh inscrutably bad and like irrational um you can see a situation where like uh he launches nuclear warheads at Iceland because Omarosa said something mean about him on TV, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, we don't know, because everything got so dumb so fast, we don't know which dumb thing is the dangerous thing. So I get that we're now in a very reactive media landscape where uh, once something's reported, everybody just has to run to the next thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: At the same time. We bombed Syria
0: mm-hmm. for the second time in his presidency. <laughs> for the
1: second time in his presidency. But for the first time
0: in Bolton's reign. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It only took him six days to get us to bomb somebody.
1: Um we did that and uh it just went away. You know? Like I I don't I I don't know what to do with that.
0: I, I am I am constantly torn. With this whole thing, because on one hand, I go, you know what, like, if they're, bu- if they're, if they're gassing people, and we've all agreed universally, not good. Um, Suboptimal. Yeah, yeah. somebody's got to stand up and say, don't do that. The other side of it is, like, are we cool with saying, like, no, no, blow them up. Right. Cool. Yeah. If you want to blow somebody up, that's fine. But if you want to suffocate them with gas... Not cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, chemical weapons and weapons of mass destruction are considered especially egregious and outside the laws of war, which, I mean, you can already say, like, the laws of war and just feel like an Orwellian, like, Mm. trickle of blood run down the side of your head. Um, It's you know you you don't want to let the the window of acceptability move too far into that realm without some sort of response at the same time like I, I, we this is not a this is not a recipe we've figured out in any I'm not saying that these solutions don't exist I'm just saying like we have not figured out a uh a structure of punishment for this type of act and a structure of response proportionality, mm-hmm. uh, that makes sense. Um, because a, a, in part, I think because there are lines we won't cross, there are things, there are commitments we won't make. Um, some of those good, some of them pragmatic. Um, but also we have this constant conversation in in the background sort of that we're not we never actually have with each other about like how liberal in order do we want and i'm talking about the uh sort of neoclassical sense of liberal of like the liberal western european mm-hmm. uh american democracy model how liberal in order do we want worldwide how far are we willing to go to enforce that liberal order? And does that liberal order fall down if enforcement of it uh, comes too aggressively? Mm. Um, And there's a lot of think pieces and uh, think tanks devoted to that. But um, everything I just said... Uh, is pretty poorly thought out and probably light years beyond any thoughts that Donald Trump had when he went, "Let's blow them up." Mm-hmm. And you know, second time he's done it, and I don't see any change in the fight in Syria. I don't. I I, I don't doubt that they'll probably use chemical war- weapons again if they haven't already. There was no change in their capability. Um, to do so.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, and that's where, like, admittedly, I get mildly tinfoil hat about mm-hmm. the whole thing because it feels like a situation where, like, you know, let's just say for argument's sake that we honestly believe that this was the first time they used chemical weapons since the last time they used chemical weapons right. and we bombed them. So once a year, randomly, they get chemical weapon itchy? Well, in this case, the theory goes
1: that um, Duma was one of the... Hadn't bent a knee to the rebel enclave there, Mm. was still fighting, was surrounded, pretty badly beaten, and would not release their hold on the city. And... There are a couple ways you can get them to release their hold on the city, um, but only one that leaves the buildings intact, and okay. that provides that much fear and local pressure, because it's not just you're killing the rebels with the guns; you're killing the local population, who's going to be like, "Please stop doing stop, that. Stop, yep. stop allowing this." Um, so. I don't know that I fully buy into that theory, and I certainly believe that there have been other chemical weapons Mm. attacks. Um, But that is the going theory on why uh, Syria used chemical weapons in this case, Mm. and I'm sure why they would use it again in a similar situation.
0: Um, Yeah, it, it, it just seems like... And maybe it's just a byproduct of the way we are right now, but it's like... Where you have to go like, okay, they randomly use chemical weapons this time, so we need to stop them. So the first thing we need to do is call the Russians and say, hey, we're going to bomb this fucking thing over here. Yeah, um, Don't be there. Okay. And we know that you are in bed with these other people, so now you're going to tell them, hey... They're
1: going to bomb that thing. They're going
0: to bomb that thing, get everything out of it, and then they go like, oh, okay. Uh, right. And then they do, and then... We blew something up so the world could see that we blew something up and that they could see that we blew something up. And, yeah, it probably cost them a little bit. But, like, you know, it it just feels like theater more than anything it
1: feel, else. Yeah, it feels very – it feels like taking off your shoes at the airport. You know, like, everybody agrees we're going to do this and no, nobody thinks it's going to work. Right. It's not stopping anything. Um, the cow's out of the barn – on that like nobody's Mm -hmm. gonna nobody's gonna bomb anything with shoes again same time if we don't all do it like yeah who knows what happens but um and again i don't have better ideas i'm i'm very conflicted about all of it I, i don't think that uh this particular bombing campaign uh was either um I don't think its intention was anything but Donald Trump's immediate ego response. Yeah. And uh that's also what I think about everything right now. So,
0: yeah. Um that's what's going on in the world. Yeah. So, um it, since we we're pretty pretty deep into this, we should get into our uh our opposite effect and it sort of leads from uh, what we were just talking about uh is the um the Russian response to uh to the attack was fake news right uh they also said we shot down most of the missiles mm-hmm. um who knows whether or not that that 's true i don 't even know who to believe at this point um but fake news has been one of those things um that uh people have been screaming more and more lately. It's Uh, also one of those things that has just
1: entered the lexicon and I just, every time somebody actually says it, like, legitimately, like, even to see somebody reporting on somebody saying it, I just, I, I become agog that, like, adults are talking this way.
0: Yeah. You know? Uh, a group, um, called Reporters Without Borders. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Put together a list of, um, countries that, um, and their, um, relative, like, strengths and weaknesses around, uh, press freedoms. Right. Um, we, in America, happen to think that we are, that, like, freedom of the press, it's, you know, uh... A little important. Yeah. Um, First Amendment? Yeah, a little important. Um... We, we honor it very closely. Uh, they put us at
1: 45. 45th of all the countries in the world. Yes. You know the thing I love about the Olympics is when you go and you watch it and um, the American flag is raised over this uh, giant ziggurat of people standing there and we're down at 45 and you see that guy with his hand over his, his heart. That's not...
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so um that we were below I think it was um we're too below South Korea. Czech Republic. Yeah, bro- yeah. Um uh all the all the Nordic countries mm-hmm. like Scandinavian universities, Scandinavian, cl- yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh they're
0: they're they're all very, very high up there. Uh North is on the bottom. Shocker. Uh we're just above Italy.
1: Um Given some some perspective there.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, so we thought, like, you know what? We should probably do something. Yeah. Uh, especially since the White House correspondence dinner uh, is happening. Yeah. This Trump,
1: weekend. again, very brave, not going.
0: Yeah. I believe he's sending uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Oh, good. In his place. Uh,
1: you know, she seems like a happy person.
0: I mean, would you like, uh, whatever. I, I don't even like, I'm torn because it's sort of the same thing of like, Sean Spicer knew that he was lying. Yeah, yeah. She feels less like she knows that she's lying.
1: She just seems so angry to be there and so yeah. angry at everybody doing everything. The other thing is like, I mean, just do yourself a solid and lo- go look up the holiday photos for the Huckabees. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mike and the two large adult sons, one of whom killed a dog, and the mom, and Sarah, (laughs) all of whom are sitting there. And there's a dog. Mm -hmm. And just look at the dog's eyes. Look at everybody else, and look at the dog.
0: Dogs know. Yeah. That's Um, what I'd say about (laughs) that. uh, Yeah, so... uh, Who are we donating to again? We are donating to Reporters Without Borders or
1: Reporters Sans Frontiers, um, who uh, not only uh, generate this list but also do a lot of advocacy for reporting, uh, reporting in fair ways, reporting in um, uh, areas where people don't want reporting done, um, especially governments. You can go to their website, rsf.org, um, we'll also include that link in the show notes, and you can make a donation there. Uh I really encourage you to do so um, because uh, we wouldn't know a lot of what we know without some you know, pretty dogged reporters who, let's be honest, if we think what we think about Donald Trump is true about Donald Trump, the one thing stopping him from murdering these people is basically the feeling
0: that he'd get caught. Yeah, I mean he even said that in the Comey memo thing of <laughs> uh you know, we should be able to just jail him.
1: Yeah. And um if Trump is basically a, a mini, mini mini if Trump is basically a mini Putin, sorry. Trump's basically a mini Putin. Um Putin kills journalists all the time. Trump mm. would do it if he could. Uh so now more than ever having robust reporting yeah. with a lot of uh defense uh uh is is very important. So please check those guys out. C- throw some cash. Uh
0: I think it was Sarah Night Live that um when they <laughs> but I can't remember if Sarah Night Live or somebody else. Uh um maybe Samantha B uh who when describing Cullen described him as future mysterious death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's that's definitely going to happen. That's- He's either going to disappear or like some go. somebody recently involved with the whole Russia thing um, fell off, fell off, off their balcony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. seems
1: to be happening quite a bit.
0: Yeah, you got to watch out for those balconies.
1: You got, if I was a reporter in uh, Russia, I would never be anywhere near a room with a balcony. That just seems to keep happening.
0: Yeah, um, if I was a reporter in Russia, I wouldn't be in Russia. Yeah, yeah, or the United States. I would find like a.
1: Yeah, actually, I um, I. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Um, uh, I uh, subscribe. This is totally off, uh, off uh, the rails at this point. But just to throw out a little plug, if you go to um, Meduza.io, M-E-D-U-Z-A.io, it's a group of relatively fearless journalists. I think they're in Belarus um, just reporting on everything the Russian government does not want you to hear.
0: Yay. Yeah. So they're cool. Uh, Cool. All right. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.